What's up, buddy? Not too much. How you doing, buddy? Pretty good, man. Happy good, Monday. Good. Welcome to the Slurge Speech Podcast. Oh, yeah. The Monday Night Special. The Monday Night Special. I always know... <laughs> I always think about Monday nights as still WWF Raw versus a WCW <laughs> Monday Night Nitro. Do you really? I, every Monday night, I always think about that. You get excited for the show. No, because I don't watch it anymore. But well, yeah. Back in the day, remember, like, it was always WCW versus WWF, and, like, no. we had... Oh, you didn't, I wasn't really watching around. Oh, we were... Takeover, he, or whatever it was. You, even before the takeover, we were such a huge wrestling family. Like, we had parties for the pay-per-views and everything, and then mm-hmm. in the 90s and everything, and it was like, we would have one TV in the back playing Nitro and one playing WWF, and then my, my dad would um, flip back and forth between them, you know, and, like... They always had commercials at the same break, so it was like, no, Dad, what are you doing? What are you doing? The NWO is about to come out, you yeah, know? Right? You can't be switching off a pay-per-view at a party. Well, the pay-per-view, I'm talking Monday night stuff. Oh, the Monday night stuff. Yeah, yeah so yeah. we'd flip back and forth, you know? and no, You never know what's going to happen at the beginning of an end of a commercial break, man. Well, do you remember, which was a big, uh, a big thing, um, Tony Schiavone, who was the WCW announcer, mm-hmm. uh, Raw used to be pre-taped um and wcw tony Schiavone got the results and talked and gave the results of the mick foley versus whomever match yep i remember that and uh, mick foley won the w wwf title and he read all the results like live right when nature was going thinking that would like like oh we just gave you the results so now you're all gonna watch nitro and like they said that was one of the worst um ratings they ever had because everyone turned to WWF like we want to watch Mick Foley win the title right <laughs> and uh you know Mick Foley and Tony Schiavone this is pro wrestling stuff I'm sorry um but uh, Mick Foley and Tony Schiavone ended up having like uh had to have a phone call and, and Tony Schiavone apologized to him like pretty bad like hey that's not what I meant to do that's not you know I didn't mean you guys to give a, a ratings <laughs> boost <laughs> I mean that's just in bad form ruining the whole kayfabe What's kayfabe? Uh, it's that uh, that toy store that was popular in the nineties. <laughs> they had the little uh, marching sol- tin soldier guy. Was, was that in Home Alone too? Was that the, the one where the with the pigeon lady? <laughs> I don't think KB was. That might have been like the one from Big. Or something. Uh, anyway, yeah. So they they um, they that that all happened in the. Um, and, and and they had the biggest ratings for the Raw, and that that helped win uh, WWF the Monday Night Wars, which ended up you know WWF ended up mm-hmm. buying out WCW and ECW and all, owning all those rights. And then if you try to watch it on WWF Network, it's all scrubbed because they didn't want some of that stuff out there. Um, I don't know why I started with that. Um, oh, did, I met Mick Foley. Ever tell you I met Mick Foley? Uh, yeah, you, you've told me. I don't know if you've Yeah, told I went message. to the IX Center, waited in line for three hours with three buddies and one of the buddies' dads and got his autograph, tried to get a picture with him, and whoever was with us was like, come on, no, go, come on, come on. And this is back in the day when you didn't have digital cameras where the camera was like, snap, 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 snap. It was like a a real camera, you know, a, a camera you could throw away where you would, mm-hmm. um, but he was super cool. Um... But how are you today? I'm doing pretty good. Good. You know that Mick Foley that night was the same night of uh, the Death Poke. Was it really? It was the night of the Poke of Doom, I believe. 
Wow. Which was like a low light in WCW's career. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> was like part, started to be the downfall of maybe everything. That, maybe he was mad about this. They were like, this is going to be so bad. If you don't know what that means, that means uh, Hulk Hogan came into WCW, originally was a good guy, then all of a sudden turned to the NWO. And they had a big match where they, they acted like uh, Kevin Nash and Hulk Hogan were feuding. And they came in. Hulk Hogan literally just pokes him. He falls down to the ground. Hulk Hogan pins him. And he uh, wins the title. And you know what's funny? I can't believe they didn't win the war with quality content <laughs> like that. But you know what's funny is that's not like the first time that happened in wrestling. Back in like the mid-90s, Yokozuna beat... Um, I want to say beat... I forget who he beat, to be completely honest with you. But then Ted DiBiase came in. No, it was Andre the Giant. Andre, I take that back. Andre the Giant won the title. So it was late 80s, early 90s. Ted DiBiase came in and bought the world title from uh, Andre the Giant and was like, now I'm the champion. What do you think? The million dollar man. I don't remember that at all. I guess I wasn't that crazy of a watcher. Yeah, me neither. But yeah, Ted DiBiase ended up winning the title because he bought the title from Andre the Giant. Which also takes me to, have you ever met Virgil? No. You know who Virgil is? Yeah. Yeah. Try you, have you met Virgil? No, because he wanted like $25 oh. just to talk to him. Oh, did he? Yeah. And there's a, there's a website with like sadvirgil.com and it would just be like Virgil posted outside like gas stations. <laughs> like... I'm WWF Virgil, <laughs> and one of the banners he spelled DiBiase's name wrong. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I can't believe you. This guy, he wanted twenty dollars just to meet him, pretty much. Um, well, he's he's Virgil. <laughs> that guy I completely forgot about until you brought him up. Oh man, a lot going on today. Yeah, tons mm-hmm. going on. Uh, Did you have a good weekend. I had a great weekend. How about yourself? It was pretty good. A little, little taxing. I'm ready for a, a nice lazy weekend now after that one. See, mine was pretty lazy. Um, girlfriend went camping Ooh. at Mohican Park. Mm-hmm. So uh, Friday I was a little under the weather, so I laid around kind of doing nothing. Saturday went and watched the UFC fights. Um, Green Zombie was really impressive. Um, all the fights were really good. Um, I can't remember everyone on the card. We were... To be, to be honest, we were sitting in the garage drinking beer, and um, one of the neighbors where we were watching them at were blowing off fireworks. So we started blowing off fireworks, like, in a, mm-hmm. you know, in, in a, like, a, a, a war. Which, not really war, yep. but it was, like, you know, like a... And we first, we started off with, like, they were blowing off mortars, and we were blowing off, um, uh, uh, what are the rockets? Bottle rockets? Bottle rockets. Pew! You know, and they're blowing <laughs> And they're blowing off the border. <laughs> yeah. So then we went and got the big guns um, and blew off a couple of the big guns, and uh, that was that was a fun time. But we watched uh, nothing like watching UFC in a garage drinking beer. You know what I mean? Like Blowing off fireworks. Blowing off fireworks. America. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, but Korean Zombie looked really good. He was ranked number four. I think he went against uh, ranked number eight. God, I can't remember his name. Dan Ige. Dan Ige. And it was Ige? a good fight. Ige, Ige, you know. Uh, great fight. Um, Korean Zombie pretty much dominated it. Um, there was another good fight, a uh, heavyweight fight. Uh, Alex Alinsky, who is an older guy. Um, Alexi Alinik. Alexi Alinik. Alex Alinsky. Alexi Alinik. Alexi Alinik? Alinik? Yeah. 
the boa constrictor versus Sergey Spivak. And Sergey came out and pretty much uh, oh, the commies. Yes, and uh, Alexi is uh, Alexi is ranked fifteenth uh, and came in there and fought in the heavyweight division. And he's always been kind of a gatekeeper. Like mm-hmm. his striking is very underwhelming, but if he gets you down. You're in trouble. So in the first round, man, he got him. He, he he kept shooting, kept shooting, and he was taking some shots, man. For an old like the old guy, man, taking shots. And he had this weird haircut. <laughs> he had this weird like I don't know how to explain it. Like it's like he's going bald, but like he had the peach fuzz, and then he had the the horseshoe around it that was growing longer. And they kept commenting they're like, "Well, with that haircut, he could take shots like that." <laughs> And he got brutalized pretty good, but uh, first round he got him down. It, you're right. It's like a combo <laughs> of the horseshoe and then almost like a, a faded mohawk coming up. And if you really look at it from the front top down, it kind of looks like a dick. It was very... I, I don't know. I had a hard time describing the haircut, but they kept going, with that haircut, he's lousy. And he took some shots, dude, and he, and he was bleeding all over. But he got the uh, the other guy down in the first round and had him in his main choke. But there was only like 10 seconds left. And uh, after that, the other guy came out and pretty much dominated by stopping uh, takedowns. Oleksnik kind of got tired and was throwing uh, swinging right hands. And it was kind of, uh, you know, it makes you really appreciate Daryl. The good heavyweight fighters like Stipe mm-hmm. and, you know. Yeah, sometimes Nagani. when they're just gassed and looping. And by the third. Looping. Yeah, and by the third round, man, that's what it was. It was gas guys, big old gas white guys, you know, throwing looping punches and then going for takes downs. And then at one point, Linux went down in guard, which is like a big no-no in heavyweight. Mm-hmm. You know, like, remember Stipe took down Overeem. Um, in Cleveland, and Overing went to guard, and, and Stipe, like, that's, heavyweights aren't known. Yeah. Unless you're Stefan Struve, who's obviously retired, or Nagara, mm-hmm. or maybe Frank Mir, who could throw a guard, knows how to get get out of submissions, yeah. and you're also got a super good gas tank. Oh, no, you, that means you got 225 pounds sitting down on you, just waiting to ground and pound. Yes, and Stipe was posturing right up. He was like, I don't care about this guy's ground game. I, yeah. yeah, yeah. And just started tanking off. That was a Linux... 76th fight. Still doesn't wow. still doesn't break a record. That's Jeff, crazy. Jeff Monson, who people might remember from the really early days of UFC, he's fought probably, uh, you're looking it up, but he's fought probably maybe 200 fights. That's absurd. Yeah, at heavyweight. And Jeff Monson was kind of the same guy. Um, he had some striking ability, but if he got you down to the ground, you're in trouble. But he also had the gas tank of, uh, you know, he had the gas tank of, he didn't have much of a gas tank. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember he fought Tim Sylvia for the title at one point. And, um, what is the can opener? Can so You know what a can opener is? It's literally you just grab the guy at the back of his head with your hands and pull him, his neck and head towards you as hard as possible. Okay. And it just hurts. Oh. Okay. So I remember one of my first Brazilian jiu-jitsu classes, I was can opener and people. And the coach, or the, the teacher had to pull me aside like, hey, man, we don't can opener in practice. It's illegal. 
It was made illegal as a result of a brawl with Monson. Oh, really? Yeah, he attacked a ref or something. And somehow, I don't know why I didn't get a good description of it. But Well, Monson, you know, Monson was an odd character because he was an anarchist who moved to Russia and became a Russian citizen. Mm-hmm. Which, does that really make a lot of sense that an anarchist would... Anarcho-communists. Oh, you're anarcho-communists. So that'd be more like your true commune, hippie communists. That, like, you don't really need the power structure. So basically, he'd be a communist without the the whole fascism aspect of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, interesting. It, so it just wouldn't be, gov- it wouldn't be, like, government. It would just be, like, an open... Uh, yeah. But why would you move to Russia? <laughs> like, because <laughs> they were the most famous communists. And maybe he got some love over there because, like, Fedor Emelianenko is, it, you know, they've they've shown him he's Russian. They shown him sitting with Putin mm-hmm. at, at like tables of government stuff, you know. Yeah. And Fedor is one of the greatest fighters of all time, but like, Monson's obviously not. Mm-hmm. But he, I, I'm showing 88 professional matches. Yeah, plus the 112 that they didn't talk about. <laughs> you know. But he had all sorts of tattoos, all sorts of anarchy tattoos. And then when he moved to Russia, I'm like, but now they say that he's an anarchist communist. Anarcho communo. Yeah. Oh, see, I'm showing him just out of the, the, the top 10. Top 10 of what? List of fighters with the most fights. Who has the most fights? Travis Fulton. Travis Fulton, he fought American MMA and professional boxer. You know who? Yeah, you know who? Uh, real quick off the. I don't uh, know any of these guys. Adrian Serrano, maybe. You know who fought in a boxing match last weekend and who, won? Who did? Anderson Silva. Oh, did he? Yeah, and he looked great, dude. I remember hearing about that. Like he looked very like when he doesn't have to worry about takedowns or leg kicks. Dude, that guy, he was doing the same old Anderson Silva stuff at, what, 44 years old or something like mm-hmm. that? And he was, you know, and he looked great, man. Um, Good for him. Ariel, hell on, uh, Ariel was talking like, man, this guy, he he looks all right for a 44-year-old boxer. Um, but he was in the corner, and the guy was swinging at him, and he was just doing Anderson Silva stuff, and he won by decision, um, which I think makes him 2-1 and one as a pro boxer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was in uh, Brazil, I believe. So that also, you know, made Anderson Silva a bunch of money. Oh shit! He fought Julio Caesar Chavez Jr. That a legit fighter, boxer? Uh, you know, his, boxing more than I do. His dad was a legit boxer. Okay, but I saw the name originally. And I was like, dude, that guy's got to be like sixty at this point. Um, he looks like he's fifty-eight. Yeah, I don't know really. I don't really know much too much about his son. But it was a legit fight, and like it was a good boxing fight. It wasn't like one of the, the it wasn't Triller where people mm-hmm. were smoking weed and what's his face was all cocaine out of his mind. Um, it was a legit fight, and uh, yeah, man, it looked good. He looked good. He was snap jabs and, and throwing combos, and he had the middleweight belt from twenty eleven to twenty twelve. Who's that? Chavez. Did he really? Yep. So Silva didn't pull a, a Paul or Logan or Jake Paul and fight YouTubers or anything. He went in there and, and legit. No, I mean I'm he was undefeated with one or two uh, no contests and a draw in his first forty eight fights, 
and then it's been pretty much a mixed bag from there. So interesting. Good for Silva. Yeah, Good to see so, him doing something. Yeah, so I assume he's gonna keep that. But I guess Logan Paul called out Mike Tyson. Yeah, that'll be fun. Well, I, Mike Tyson, that last fight was that Roy Jones. Uh, no, I think that was the first one. Didn't he then fight? Uh... They were talking about Holy. He didn't end up fighting. Holy he, they they scheduled it. I don't know if that's official. Cause initially, he, he fought Roy Jones. I don't. The Holyfield never fight never happened because I would know all about that. I remember the Roy Jones Jr. I can't remember if there was one after that though. I don't think there was. I really don't think so. But uh, Logan Paul calling out Mike Tyson like Mike Tyson still looks like a stud, dude, and still can take a hit. Um. No, you're right. That was the only one. Yeah. I don't know why I thought he. I thought he fought someone more recently than that. Well, he he, he wanted to fight Holyfield, and I thought they were they were getting on the contract and mm-hmm. getting that going. Mm-hmm. Um, COVID, all the craziness. All of 2020. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good times. Uh, so what is going on with the Indians in this pitcher dude guy thing with the ump and Ooh, uh, Aaron Savali is the first MLB pitcher to be searched as the MLB pitcher substance rule went into effect tonight. It was one game was finished before that. And then basically a slate of games all started at eight o'clock today. The Indians playing the Cubs. Um, they're at Chicago. So they clearly didn't check the Chicago pitcher unless maybe somebody just missed it. Because, I don't know, where'd you see that at? Did you see it? Twitter. Like, Twitter? I saw it on Twitter. I mean, there's a good chance so that was he... Paul, uh... There's a good chance he would. they checked the Cubs pitcher and maybe they it just wasn't uh, televised or something like that. I think Paul Hoynesy. You ever follow Paul, Paul Hoynesy? Yeah. I mean, he's a pretty respectable source, but, but at the same, same time, if he was, you know, just watching on a TV feed and something happened, you know, they cut away early or did something else he might just have not seen the cubs pitcher but i'm sure you'll see a, a, a huge news story about that tomorrow about who was checked and how many times and blah 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 blah. well there was a tri pitcher accused of having stuff well karen check got caught basically red-handed did he really against the white Sox on their their video feed yeah he has he has like a bright kind of like a a red glove not bright like manny ramirez but i mean it's like one of those faded red looking gloves um, and he just had some big black smudge on it. It was pretty apparent. But I ever tell you my Manny Ramirez story? I can't. Oh, yeah. Where all the yeah. kids are hanging out, and we find out, because Manny Ramirez was dating one of the daughters mm-hmm. in Brunswick, which was whatever. And we found out he was there, and we all ran down to go get his autograph, and he looked at all of his kids in the eyes and just drove <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, that's wild, man, because I think... Uh, uh, is that I, I know it's not new, obviously, that pitchers are putting stuff, you know, the whole hat thing. No. Yeah, but is it new in the new, like, couple years that guys are doing that again? Or No, I, I really don't think it is. What I really think it is is, you know, they've made these change to the game lately. All this stuff is going on with the, um, the uh, you know, the exit velocity of swings and everything. So the MLB is trying to speed up the game with their little – clock and then they were talking about moving the mound up or back um so i think what they thought because i mean i really don't think they care about the the sanctity of the game or anything like that but i think they looked at um things that were going on and they were basically saying pitchers weren't worried about location this year they were all just throwing crazy junk so they're less worried about walking 
So then they're walking and striking guys out because of all this extra movement that they're putting on it. Um, and that's just kind of slowing the game down. And So was it last year or two years ago the ball was hot and everyone was hitting home runs? Mm-hmm. Was that last year or two years ago? Well, I want to say it was two years ago before COVID. I think so. I mean, it's it's gone through peaks and valleys a few different times, too. And then it just happens every year, too. Like, every year, offensive stats are going to be peaking in July and August. I mean, it's just the way it is. It's so, getting warm. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, you did have um, the Twins setting the MLB record for home runs and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, offense was up. But, I mean, I, I don't know that it necessarily went up a crazy amount in respect to any other years. Um, and it definitely coincides with that whole launch ex- exit fucking angle of the, the the launch rate and all that shit that players have been doing to hit more home runs and all that stuff too. So I don't know. I really don't think they care about it per se. But then, you know, they still have all this talk going on. The talk is still lingering about, you know, the cheating and the banging on drums and all that shit from yeah, three or four years ago. Is still people are coming out every day throwing more people under the bus about it. And then I think maybe here, again, I really don't think that that's their motive. I really don't think they give a shit that people are like, oh, is everybody just cheating then now? Like, whatever. I think they're just worried about what the game looks like and trying to sell the game. Okay, that makes sense. And and still, the that's, game... I mean, that's just my opinion. No, no, I get it. And the game is still... Um, it's not super popular with the kids. I mean, obviously the kids are playing. Mm-hmm. I, I live... If you guys don't know, 30 seconds away is a, a ball field. Yep. That thing is packed every day with kids, which I got to say, you know, things are getting back to normal when I'm hearing the cheers and the, the crack of the bat that in my backyard when I'm mm-hmm. you know, having a beer and listening to that. You know, so that's cool. That, that That's getting back to normal. So, and the kids are always going to play baseball and everything, but I think what they're trying to, they're, they're having a hard time with, quote unquote, the kids mm-hmm. watching baseball because one, it's a slow game. To, especially on TV, it's like maybe I'm a little out of say, but golf and baseball to me are almost on the same level of watching. That's that's harsh words. Really? Maybe because I'm a golf fan and I I like some of the golfers that are out there. I mean, Phil Mickelson just won a huge title last week. Yeah. I mean, then John Rahm, who just got pulled off. Of no, not last week. Two weeks ago, Phil mixed someone. Then last week, John Rahm got pulled off. Almost a two million dollar winner got pulled off, tested positive for COVID. Mm-hmm. Come back some wins this week. Yeah, right? yeah. And that was pretty exciting to watch. That was exciting. Wait, who won this last week? John Rahm, I think. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I saw when he uh, he finished up uh, what minus five, and then the, it wasn't over yet though. At that right, point. right, right. So I didn't. And know then, but last week, I think it was last week. Welcome to Slayer Speech, a sports podcast. <laughs> But he got pulled off because of COVID, and he was way in the lead by, like, 12, not 12 strokes, I'm exaggerating, but he was mm-hmm. way in the lead. Like, it was really impossible for someone to catch him. And, like, that reaction live on TV of him, like, throwing himself down to the ground and being upset. Then he comes back, he comes back, and he wins, you know? And Hell yeah. And that was good television, man. Good for him. And then Phil Mickelson came down, gosh darn fiddle mi- Gosh darn Phil Mickelson. He came down and grabbed the chair and he sat right next to John Rahm's wife and they just sat there and bullshitted while he was tearing it up. And then he sank two huge putts on 17 and 18, man. Like, mm-hmm. he, yeah. Neat. Very neat. Yeah, but, I mean, if you're going to say that about baseball, like, 
Okay. Football's boring. How's football boring? There's 10 minutes of action in a three and a half. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same exact length of time, and about 10 minutes of it is actually playing the game. Yeah. NBA basketball is two hours and 30 minutes, and I could watch five minutes of a game without seeing the score and tell you who won that game. So, I can watch the last two minutes of the first half and the last three or four minutes of the game. Dude, how about NBA go, basketball? These people won. Dude, NBA basketball. Everyone I ever talked to, like, especially like work, I work with people all over the country, blah, 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 blah. I'll ask them about their teams. How about fucking NBA basketball not having one of these? Yes, dude. You're not at me and people. Mm-hmm. But it's these four teams, are none of them like are these power teams or these ultra teams. It's like. Mm-hmm. And I think none of them, like, none have, I don't think, I think one of them maybe won a title. I think the the only one you're looking at that anybody would consider a super team, I think the the Bucks have done it semi-organically. They got Giannis, and then um, they added their guard last year and then came and topped that by adding Drew Holiday. They've also just kind of grown Chris Middleton on their own. And that fucking guy needs to stop thinking he's Kevin Durant because that's the only problem with his game is he's forcing up these shots, and it's like, dude, like... Don't take a spin spin around fadeaway jumper. Like you're not that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah he's yeah. one of their best players, and he's yep. probably I'd say a top 20, 30 guy in the league. But like, he's trying to play. Like he's like he's like Kyrie Irving for the Cavs. Like, dude, you're not that dude yet. Yep. Um, when we were bad, I was fine with it. Chuck, yeah, yeah, Chuck right. all you want. But then when we had good teams around him, Kevin Love and LeBron, and he's just trying to do too much. It was like, fuck, dude, just calm down a little bit. Um. But yeah, no, it's exciting. Phoenix stole the Clippers, I guess. Uh, that was that one big team that's left. They got um, Paul and they got uh, Kawhi, but Kawhi sat out game one. Chris Paul also sat out game one. Um, so it was basically Paul George versus Devin Booker. Devin Booker had his first, maybe his first career triple-double. Um, and if not, I'm, it was definitely in the playoffs. I'm, I'm a little, I gotta say, I don't know if the, the, the dogs get picked up in the back. But I'm, little, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, I know, but I'm just like, <laughs> there's so many dogs barking right now. Yeah, Devin Booker had an all-time good performance, though. He had like 39 points, 10 rebounds, 11 assists, or something like that. Um, he's actually like one of, I think, five or six NBA players ever to have two... Uh, maybe he actually did get to 40 because I think he had – he was the only one to have, like, two 40-point games in their first NBA playoff, and he's up there with, like, Wilt, LeBron. I think Luka did it last year um, and two other players. So what are the uh, – the, we're at the championship games. Um, mm-hmm. Who do we got? We got Clippers, Clippers and – Clippers Suns. Yep. Uh, and they played game one. Uh, I think everybody thinking Chris Paul was out because he's kind of – one of the big things that's changed this since last year, um, everybody kind of counted them out, and they won game one. And then uh, the Bucks beat the Nets the other day, and uh, they went on to to face the uh, let's see the 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 Hawks who beat yes. the Seventy Sixers. So I gotta say, Nets healthy man. I I think they take it Pro- probably, but you also have to be healthy. I mean, the the twenty fifteen Cavs probably could have took it if they were healthy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you got these, and you you have three max players, so you don't have any depth. Right. And then what I hate, so I heard somebody on um, 92.3 the other day, and they're talking about, uh, you know, I think it just sucks. The playoffs probably already peaked. You know, I'd want to see what the Nets could do if they were all there, and it's, it's all because of load management injuries. And I'm sitting there like, yeah, these guys had to play 42, 44, 46 minutes a game. 
Durant was doing 48 minutes in the playoffs, like, of course your body's going to fall apart. Well, don't do that then. Make a team. Yep. Don't fucking sign three max contract players. Um, so, like, you know, that's fucking world's smallest violin for me, dude. Like, I don't give a shit. No, I'm no, excited. no. Uh, I, I, no, I'm, I'm excited. I'm really happy to most, watch this stuff. Most dude. people I know that watch basketball are excited as fuck. Yeah, because I remember talking to someone. Um, I couldn't believe that dude said that. I was like, maybe it makes your job as a sportscaster harder. Right, because what, well, what's the angle? What's yeah. the drama? What's yeah. the... Right. Because I was talking... Um, we got two facilities in Milwaukee area, and I was talking to some of them, and they're like, well, we don't care about basketball because of Green Bay. Now, with all the drama of Green Bay, they're like, well, we care about basketball, but the NBA is so fucked that, um, like, and then when this happened, they were all about it. Yeah, of course they are. Welcome to the dog bark, dog barking <laughs> podcast. I'm so I like I don't know. Man. Like I'm trying. We obviously do this for free. We we, we have some sponsors, <laughs> but we do this as fun and everything. And uh, we record in my mom's basement. Um, mm-hmm. You know that's the ongoing joke. But I have three adopted dogs. All three of them are adopted. All three of them are in different stages of their life. <laughs> One's a three-year-old. One's a we don't know how old she is. The vet thinks she's anywhere from seven to ten, and the other one's fifteen. And apparently, it's fucking Tony Grossi hour here. I don't know if you ever listened to Tony Grossi gets paid to do <laughs> to do interviews on the radio or interviews with whatever, and he's got his dog bark in the background. Dude, they were going nuts. <laughs> you know what they were going nuts about? There's two kids riding their bikes. <laughs> oh man, that's a long one too. Are they just spinning the block? Yeah, and so there's Little one assholes. kid. Yeah, well, there. I will say there's one kid recently. He must like the dogs because he rides around and talks to them, you know, and he just rides back and forth. As they're screaming their fucking heads <laughs> off. Yeah, they're barking at him. Like, oh, I can. <laughs> and the sad thing, they're not sad. The fun, great thing is that kid would come up, those dogs would love to play with him. But <laughs> since he's riding out on the street. Oh, my God, I felt like Tony Gross. You know, like, I didn't know how to kill it. I'm like... Well, I'm not getting paid for this shit. I'm just I'm just positive. So, I will say, go adopt dogs. I have three of the greatest dogs in the world. Um, they're all adopted. Um, you can go to... There's so many animal shelters in the area. The, I think there's City Dogs Cleveland did something recently with Brown's Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they raised a bunch of money to, to adopt some dogs. Um, hopefully, you don't do a podcast where they bark the entire time through the whole time, and then I walk out there, and, and, and they're just sitting in the window, and they look at me like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. That kid's riding a bike. So, uh, yeah, that's Raven, Lou, and Sweetheart. Um, Lou and Sweetheart both came with their name. Uh, Raven, we named. What, what is going on, Raven? Pets spade or neutered, Bob. Oh, Dick Goddard, Agri Pets spade and neutered. Bob Barker. Bob Barker. What was Dick Goddard saying? Uh... Fuck the children? I, I don't <laughs> no, know. hey, man. Oh, that's Matt Gates. <laughs> that, was, that was Matt Gates because he's a pedophile. Um, so I apologize. I, like, I don't know how much of that's good. I can't wait to listen. Because <laughs> like, the whole time you're talking to me, I'm like, oh, I hear his dogs barking. Oh, I hear his wow. dogs. And then they come inside. I'm like, and now they're barking louder. And now barking they're barking louder. louder. <laughs> and they're all so different and they're all so goofy. But um, So four teams left. <laughs> How many championships do you think they got between them? I think it's one. I think all could be Bucks won one like seventy six, seventy seven. Two, two. Okay. 
The Clippers have won no conference titles, no championships. The okay. Milwaukee Bucks won two conference titles and got the championship in 1971. 71. So Phoenix Suns point. never won a championship, yep. and they have uh, their last conference title. They have two of them was in 93. The Hawks won it all in 1958, back when white people still played. <laughs> And they have zero conference titles because their championship came before they had conferences. Conferences! And yep. there you go, Shay. He's doing the old rope-a-dope. <laughs> and, he's been, and that's when it was nothing but passing. You know what I mean? And they yeah. were doing granny shots. Dude, I still do a granny shot from the free throw because I, that's... Got to get it done. Yep. Got to get go out and And I get throw awesome backspin on my granny throw, dude. I don't care what anyone says. I get made fun of when we play pickup games, but when I throw that spin on and it, you like, first of all, you either know it's going in or it's coming back this way because I got so much spin on it, you know. And uh, I, I like, I'll, or I'll play horse and I make people do the granny throw, and they're like, "You can't do the granny throw from three point." Why oh, you didn't call that when we did the rules, did you? <laughs> I've never heard that rule. Yeah, but my my rule is always like, you can't do reverse layups because. <laughs> do a left-handed layup so so if you're gonna do a layup you have to do it right-handed <laughs> it's not it's not called a reverse if you just do it with the opposite hand it, uh what's it called? that's like when you go under the bus the i bucket. can't do that one either the one day the one day i was playing horse and they had to do a like uh what's a, like that um the spin around shot you know a fadeaway mm-hmm. and uh there's these kids watching me and my buddy they go if you miss that we're taking your ball <laughs> And I missed, like, I couldn't even do it. I didn't even know how to do it. And then I was like, all right, come get the ball. And they come walking up. And then I was like, you know, I flexed. <laughs> I, I kissed my muscle, you know. And they actually played, we actually played, like, four on four. That. <laughs> and it was a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm glad you had fun, bud. <laughs> I'm glad you had fun. And I'm so terrible at basketball, but I was always just like, Give me the slow guy to cover, <laughs> you know. And then, then when they give me the slow guy to cover, and I'll, dude, I don't know how many pickup games I've played with the slow guy, <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, I'm not gonna run too hard here." I'm like, "I won't run too hard there." Me either, buddy. <laughs> me either. And then we march up the other way. I'm like, "I'm not running too fast here." I'm like, "But I am gonna." One thing, I, not that I'm good at it because I'm only five ten, but like. I will rebound, you know, like, I like rebounding. Like, mm-hmm. that's something I'm sort of decent at, you mm-hmm. know, like, for a 5'10 guy. And, but I always say, like, oh, we're going to take it easy, but around the rim, I'm going to rebound, you know. And I remember playing with one one guy, one buddy, and I accidentally elbowed him in the gut, and he was like, foul, foul, foul. And everyone's like, okay, okay. And then he's like, what is Joe doing right now? What is Joe doing? <laughs> and, and you were like, He's boxing you out. He's playing basketball. What are you talking about? He's like, yeah, but no, he can't do that. You're like, that's how we play basketball. That's how everyone plays basketball. <laughs> He's boxing you out. He's literally doing nothing wrong. He's just kind of getting a position. <laughs> Who was that? His first name starts with Josh. The last name starts with Nassus. <laughs> the guy who probably watches more basketball than, than any of us at all, ever. Um... And the best part is, like, he, he knows best, but he was one of the guys that would be like, hey, I'm not going to rush you. I'm like, I'm like I'm not going to rush you. But I straight up was like, dude, if we're on the rim, I'm I'm going yeah. for it. Like, and I'm dishing that stuff out. I remember we went and played, um, we went and played at the rec center. 
And I had been up all night drinking Natty Daddies. I'm straight up going to tell the story. I've been up all night drinking Natty Daddies. And I didn't sleep at all. And you're like, hey, you want to go play basketball? I'm like, I'm not sure that's a great idea. And then I'm like, well, I'm still up. I'll go play basketball. <laughs> Fuck it. You it's came, 8 a.m. You came and picked me up. And we won the first two games. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm fucking... It was drinking daddy daddies all night. If you don't know what a daddy daddy is, look it up. But I'm in an oversized double XL Ben Wallace jersey from the, the from the Bulls. I forgot about that. <laughs> and by the third game, I'm starting to lose it. I'm like, I I didn't have an Eddie Daddy in between those two games. We right. should have went out to the parking lot and drank. And I was starting to lose it, but then. I, I set a screen, and this guy was right, because I, I didn't set a screen where you, you, you cover your crotch and just kind of stay mm-hmm. in the way. I set my arms out and hit him, and uh, he was talking shit to me, like, <laughs> wanting to fight, and I'm like, all right, all right. At one point, I tried to shake his hand. I'm like, hey, man, I'm sorry. I, I set an illegal, I set a bad screen. I apologize, you know, and he shoved me, and I'm like, or not shoved me, but he, like, shook my hand, but it was like a, yeah, yeah, but he was cool after that, but I'll never forget that same, that same game. They toss. I I got a rebound, tossed it out because that's all I do. I would just get a rebound, toss it because I'm terrible at shooting. <laughs> and someone tossed it to me, and I'm like, right at like the uh, free throw line, and everyone's like, shoot it! I'm like, and I tossed it to someone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to shoot. I'm bad at this. Can you not tell I've been drinking any daddies since? <laughs> uh, <and laughs> I'm in a Ben Wallace oversized jersey. I mean, Sunday morning, you you've got a few people there that maybe weren't up all night, but they're they're sweating out the toxins. <laughs> that one guy every time he went to the hoop and one, dude, you didn't even shoot it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do you? What do and you... one guy is my favorite basketball. Player. He and... kicks it out and one misses the shot and one doesn't and one. get fouled and, and one. one. <laughs> he inbounds the ball and one. <laughs> He's like softball guy, you know what I mean. <laughs> But you have that guy and one on every single shot. At one point, he's shooting a free throw. And one. What? He's like, well, you kind of stepped over the line. And one. That was the one. <laughs> and the brother of Rex Hunter, another thing I always, I, I was running the track back in my days when I ran the track. There was uh, the older league, the 15 over, 40 and over league. And these guys were fighting for the ball. And the one dude elbowed him straight in the face. And a whole fight broke out. <laughs> it was one of the times I turned off my iPod when iPods were a thing. And I was running. I'm like, I want to hear what they're talking about, you know. <laughs> and the police came, dude, to break Ooh. up. In the Brunswick Rec Center, the police came to break up a fight. And the ref was like, I'm calling it. And he calls it. Then the cops come. And they break it up. And, like, two of the guys, they didn't get arrested. I think they were just kind of like, well, we'll yep. call it. And the ref was like, out of here. yeah, the ref was like, all right, finish it up. And it's like, <laughs> after those two guys left. Yeah. Uh, and it was such a nice, pleasant game after that. <laughs> I always loved when I played in our rec league and I would the come The cops off. probably stayed to make sure those guys didn't come back. <laughs> They're just sitting in the stands and the guys are like, oh, all right. <laughs> when I, my favorite, when I played our rec league, I'd come off the bench, um, so when nobody when, puts Joey on the bench, oh the lane train, everyone's the lane train on the bench, and I would come off the bench. I I would just run around as fast as like I don't know what I'm doing. But then our team was so bad that everyone stopped showing up except for like the main like five guys. 
So then I was starting, and I'm like, if I'm starting, this is bad. This is bad <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, so uh, the, the lane train, I think, ended up with three points and, like, two rebounds, and then we got kicked out of the league because we had to forfeit a game. The guy's like, if you forfeit, you're kicked out of the league. I'm like, we're, like, 0-8, dude. Like, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> Talking to the wrong guy, man. He's like, well, you're going to owe me $65. I ain't owing you shit. <laughs> You'll never see us again. <laughs> Don't worry about that. And when we come and try and sign up, maybe five years down the line, and they're like, hey, you owe us 60 I'm like, okay, oh, okay. never mind then. Yeah, yeah. Now that I make good money and I'm not a 21-year-old kid running around like an idiot. He still wouldn't pay it. No. He'd be like, oh, let's go find another league. <laughs> that was the same league. The, the One of the refs, the guy had a, a nose ring or something. Mm-hmm. And he went to go check in, and the ref goes like this. So he goes, the the kid had a nose ring or an eye ring or some ring in. The ref goes, hey, let me see the ball. So the kid inbounds it to the ref, and the ref whips it at his face. And mm-hmm. the kid dips out of the way. He goes, take that fucking ring out. You know what I mean? And so the kid had to walk out. Like, it was, like, really intense. That was also the same league Earl Boinkin showed up in. in oh, yeah. 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 And then he got kicked out of the Strongsville wreck. <laughs> they're like, hey, what, what team is What member is he? And they're like, oh, he's, you know. Uh, real quick, we got a couple other things. Let's hit up. Um, uh, there was a gay guy. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. What's his name? Uh, the guy who played for the Browns. Carl Nassif. Yeah. Good for him, man. That's awesome. <laughs> Good for him. What? Why'd you say Jesus? <laughs> I don't know. It's not like... I mean, it's not like I'm not... I don't know, man. I work... I, okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a weird thing. I feel like it's just a weird thing to say. Good Good for him. Yeah, he, he came out... Carl Nassif came out as the first gay guy and uh, The first? The first gay guy. <laughs> Ever, which it's really crazy how much the right wing is so obsessed with these people, and Carl Nassib is finally the first one to be like, "Yeah, he's going to be lonely for him." <laughs> the first kick guy ever. Imagine if Neil Armstrong couldn't come back from the moon; he just had to be the only. Okay, so Carl Nassib, born April twelfth, nineteen ninety three. There's not even gay porn because he's the only one. All he has is muscle mags and shit. <laughs> Fucking. That's why I mean, not good for him. It sucks. It's got to be lonely. <laughs> Holy fuck. Okay, so uh, Carl Nassim came out as the as a gay. Be- Wait. So this is how they say. It. Hold on. This is how they say it on Wikipedia. Okay. Nassim came out as gay. Oh, I see what they're saying. <laughs> NASA came out as gay, comma, <laughs> becoming the first active NFL player to do so. Mm-hmm. Yep. Once yeah. again, I said good for him, and you yeah. talk shit about you're all like, hey, gay. No, like, I mean, good. For, I guess good for him that he's out and stuff, but, you know, in a certain sense, not good for him, because, I mean, now he's got to deal with that bullshit, you know what I mean? Like, now he's a spokesman, now he's got to get asked questions about it. That yeah, sucks. that sucks. I assume it's a huge weight lift off his yeah. shoulders. 
And, and you know, I I don't know enough to know whether Michael because we talked about Michael Sam and how he was drafted. Uh, you know, he was projected as like a second or third round pick. He went he to had, seventh round. He went, dude. yeah, he was like the seventh to last guy picked. Never played an NFL game. He had a few preseason games. He had a CFL career, and he said something about you know he had some mental health issues after leaving the league and stuff. So. Um, I really thought he'd at yeah, least he played a game. Yeah, with mental didn't. health issues. I'm yeah. sorry for cutting you off, but yeah. that's wild because because of that. And now Carl Nassib comes out. I mean, um, I, I've got, like, I don't have a lot of friends that are gay, but, like, I've got coworkers who I consider friends. Mm-hmm. And two of them are gay, and they're, I mean, I, I'm starting to sound like a fucking bigot. Um, but they're great, dude. You know what I mean? Like, they're, I mean, I don't think... He- I don't think you had friends that came out as gay and you made them not your friends. Anymore. No, not never. It's not dude. your fault for not having gay friends. No, and and I love those people, man. Like, yeah, yeah. So like, I, I but uh, good for him, man. I that's um, that is certainly mm-hmm. um, he played for us in sixteen and seventeen. I actually like Carl Nassau. I thought he was a decent player. I, thought I did. He was a great I did player. like him. Um, I don't know how much money he left us for, but I did see. Um, he played with Las Vegas last year, and he's on like a three-year, seventeen million dollar deal. So, pretty good linebacker. Not you know, not top of the line, but uh, also not a not a trash man. No. Um, uh, and and I, I didn't, actually, I did barely remembered him playing for the Bucks. I know I I saw him you know in a couple highlights here and there, but he set a career high for both sacks and tackles for him uh, with the Buccaneers. Six mm-hmm. and a half sacks and twelve tackles in twenty eighteen. Yep. And then, uh, and uh, he had his first interception uh, thrown by Drew Locke. Imagine that. <laughs> nice. That was last year, yeah, with the, yeah. With the Raiders. No, but I mean, good for him in the sense that like, that's got to be weight off your chest, dude. Like I, I don't know. I've never been through anything like that. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I've already dug myself my hole. <laughs> I think you handled that very well. Do you? Yeah. All right. We'll find out. I, it's just I'm like um, good for him, or like. I don't know, congratulate. It seems people were wishing me, um, what was the most recent holiday? Uh, Veterans Day? Was it, or Memorial Day? Yep. Like, don't say Happy Memorial Day. That's not. Well, you know what I always say? That's weird. I always say. I'm not a vet. I didn't die. For me, it's a, I, I, I like to say, I'm glad I get to, to tell every veteran on Veterans Day, Happy Veterans Day. Y- yeah. Because I don't have to say Happy Memorial Day to them. Uh, oh, that's cute. Because I have a lot of like, friends and family uh-huh. that have served, mm-hmm. and I don't have to say Happy Memorial Day to them. Yeah. I get to tell them Happy Veterans Day. I have three uncles that served in Vietnam. I have two cousins that are overseas right now that are serving um, in the military and the Navy. Um, I've had uh, another cousin who was in the Marines that was in Iraq. You know, I get mm-hmm. to tell them Happy Veterans Day. I, the neighbor behind me, Chris, yeah. who is one of my great friends. He served four tours, you know, like two in Iraq and two in, in uh, Afghanistan. I get to tell him. I actually shouted to him. And, it, like, and I don't think he got it quite at first. I'm like, hey, man, happy. Uh, I get to tell you it's Veterans Day and not Memorial Day. And he was like, okay. <laughs> and then he came back. He's like, no, thanks, man. I appreciate that. So that I always say, like, I'm glad I get to tell you happy Veterans Day because I don't want to tell you happy Memorial Day. Well, you wouldn't be telling him happy Memorial Day. Well, I'd be saying it to... You know the grave or uh-huh. to their Facebook page or whatever. yeah, yeah. I think I was on a phone call with my mom. Did you and... tell her Happy Memorial? No, Day? somebody was telling me tell her Happy Memorial Day, and I was just like, I already told you how weird I think that is. Like, did your mom serve? No. Oh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I they're just, dude. I was gonna be so surprised for a second. I was no, like... they're just treating it like a holiday. 
like that's what I don't. That's what I'm telling you. I don't get. People are like, "Have you more?" I like. I have no connection to that whatsoever. There's no reason to tell it to me. And then they told me to tell it to other people that I'm talking to on the phone. Like, what are you doing? That's not what this holiday is for. It's. I'm so lost. Now that makes sense. I'm like, Tell happy I... Memorial Day. No, <laughs> my mom did not serve. Nobody in her family Dude, died. I was about like to be a few so people have served. surprised. No. Your mom served. I have no need for so. That's great. No, my mom was the one that anytime a news story breaks out about reserves getting called up, she's like, "Good, fuck them. <laughs> they went to school. They got paid. You can't shirk out now." Oh, not fuck shit. I'm like no, you know. but she's like I, you're getting money you're getting free school you gotta go now <laughs> um my mom does not say fuck <laughs> fuck the vets she does <laughs> that's not an accurate per- dude, description dude when the vets go back your mom's there with the thing that says child killer and spits on them <laughs> go back and stay there don't come back unless it's in a box she made me go with her. <laughs> and your dad didn't go because he just sat back and was quiet because that's what your dad does. <laughs> then yelled at someone from getting up from their seat at the trap game. <laughs> oh, so many inside jokes. Okay. Nice. Alright. Um so Carl Nassim, um shout out, buddy. Um you get the uh, slur speech award of butt good, slap of approval. Butt slap of approval. We don't mean that in the game. We mean that. Uh, we mean that in like. Uh, Go know. get him, champ. Yeah. I hope. I hope he has like thirty thousand sacks this year, as long <laughs> as they're not against the Browns. Yep, that'd be nice. Yeah. Do we play the Raiders this year? I don't believe I remember seeing them on the schedule. Could be wrong though. Uh, I, f- I just feel like we've played them a couple times the last two years, too. Two you know what would be years. cool? If, if we had a cool... Oh, dude, we we are bumping it. We're going to have a long podcast tonight. It's okay. Because we got a lot of stuff no, to talk about. we do play about. them. December 19th. Okay. Looks like we're playing that whole division. Because we got a lot of stuff to talk We still got tweets to talk about. I feel like we about. always play that division. Is that just me? Whatever. No, I feel no, like... No, you're right. We got to go. Let's go. Um, we got to get just some important stuff. Tweets... Calls or ICP Fest? No, we don't. We need someone else for that. No, don't do that. Just go. Come on. Hey. We'll go to tweets. (laughs) (laughs) Told you. Let's go to the tweets. I, uh. Yeah, I got a bunch of tweets saved here. Should we go with a serious one or a uh, funny one? We're going to do them both. Let's rip it. All right. So let's start with... Um, How many you got? Three. Oh, okay. That but two like of them are very... Work. Well, this is all the... Uh, since you don't do anything behind the scenes here, Daryl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> this is all the stuff I save for the podcast in this file mm-hmm. here. It's got our music. It's got that. Anyways. So, Gab Gowdy. You know mm-hmm. who that is? Nope. Twitter, Twitter gal. Um, oh, is this the one I'm I'm supposed to be nice to? Yes. Okay. And the next one. Um, well, although at this point. <laughs> Anyways, Gab Gowdy uh, on Twitter said, Ohio State fans and Steeler fans give off the same vibe. Yeah, fuck her. 
Uh, next tweet. Okay. So then, uh, where's the next? Uh, at Breezy Clee, and I actually kind of agree with this one. Okay. Okay. She says, it's the h- hardcore Ohio State fans that didn't go to Ohio State that drive me nuts. Yeah, no, those are the ones that are like that. Yes, and that's, mm-hmm. I think, what they were both trying to get mm-hmm. at. And then I replied, drive you nuts, eh? I see what you did there. Get it? Buckeyes? <laughs> Good response. No, I mean, even, I mean, in Columbus, like, that's that's part of game day, too. It's like, um, it was a lot easier to keep eyes on people in the rare times we lost, and it sucked because you knew there weren't going to be parties. But at the same time, then, those out-of-towners just left. And if one of them stuck around, or if some of them stuck around, they'd get fucked up. Because when you walk up the street, fucking kicking windows off cars and shit, and everybody's already fucking mad and at home, you get your ass beat. But if there's partying going on everywhere, you could just smash in a windshield. And so how would you know this? Were you there? I went there for you, schooling. Were you an alumni? Yep. Wild. I, I am an alum. So when you all come over and we're all excited for stuff, you know, are you? So I, I actually 100% agreed with them. Like I was like, some some people in the area I would say are like that, and I'm not I'm not definitely never one to say like you can't root for them or whatever just because you didn't go to school there. I hate that shit. But even educated people that went to Ohio State, like they have dumb things too. It's everybody expects them to like win a championship every year, and it's like that's not the way it works. So you know me, I went to a game with you. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to school. What would you would you say I was one of those people? I mean, I brought you to that game. Oh, you did. No, but you're a good sports fan too. Yeah, and like you'll sit there and we'll rip on a player that's maybe having a garbage game, but at the same time, we're not the guys that are writing death threats to Hiremen for dropping two balls in the Texas. That's game. very true. Like we're not that guy. So I, I'll, I'll never forget. We, I was like, I drove us to the game, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, Nah, man, I'll take it easy. I'm not going to drink. We park. And those people right next to us are like, you want to do shots? I'm like, yes, we do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'd say the biggest similarity, and it's pro- I mean, I guess they maybe give off some same vibes because it's a region. Like, we're Midwest, Eastern Ohio, Eastern to Central Ohio, Western Pennsylvania. But they will straight up be like, we are the best team in the world every year. And then they lose the game, and they're like, fuck Braxton Miller. He's a piece of shit. Jim Trestle's a fucking loser. He needs to go out like, oh, yeah, that guy that's got a .950 winning percentage over yeah. the last six years, he's a fucking loser. Well, I always found it funny because in that same sense, not against Ohio State, but, like, I always found it funny the Steelers fan that cheered for Michigan but loved the Tribe and the Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That was always those kind of same kids mm-hmm. that I was like, or same guys that I was like, what? You can't do that. No, I can my dad didn't go to Michigan, but he liked them. Yes. So, I mean, that, that tweet, the annoying ones, for sure. Yes. The annoying bad, or bad fans, generally, yeah. And Ohio State probably seems like it. I don't know why Pittsburgh fans are everywhere except for fair weather nature, but Ohio State is one of the biggest colleges in the nation. While I was there, we had 45,000 undergraduate students, which is like – it's, it's the biggest. It, it it went between them and Texas most of the time. So, like, we're all over the country because we literally go to school and then move all over the country. Yeah. So, that makes sense why they're kind of everywhere. All right. So, the last tweet. But yes, I half agree. You agree? I half agree. The garbage half fans. Agree. 
So this last week, the loudmouth is... garbage fans that are highly visible on social media are very similar. So this is the most controversial one. Okay. Okay. So I tweeted from the Slurred Speech podcast, watching like I do, you know, uh-huh. watching an episode of Night Court. <laughs> I've never seen before. Was surprised to see a young Don Cheadle. Oh yeah, yeah. And then I took a screenshot of Don Cheadle. Uh huh. And put it on Twitter. Nice. And I forgot he was in Boogie Nights. I watched that last weekend. I did not know he was Boogie Nights. B- Dude, Boogie Nights is incredible. That first like five minutes of the movie, you're like, oh yeah, he's, oh yeah, he's, oh my god, he's in it too. Like, dude, it's Heather Graham, it's Wahlberg, it's fucking uh, Bert. Um, fuck, how can I not think Kreischer? of Kreischer? No, not Bert fucking Kreischer. Um, fucking Smokey. Oh, uh, Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. <laughs> the staff. Heather Graham's in it. Julianne Moore's in it. Don Cheadle's in it. John C. Riley's in it. John C. Riley's in it. John C. Riley's his buddy. He's the sure. dumb fucking friend. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. So, oh, you never seen Boogie Nights? Nah, dude, it's good. Is it it's okay? Mace, William H Macy's in it. I don't know who that is. Um, Fargo, Frank from Shameless. Oh yeah, totally. I love yeah. that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. So I say, watching an episode of Night Court that I've never seen before, was surprised to see a young at Don Cheadle. So T Stein seventy four, big fan of the podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out uh, T Stein. Uh, he's a fan from Oregon. He actually listens to every podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually got to get him on because he's got some cool stories. Because he toured with some national bands, like huge bands, oh, yeah. guitar tech. Anyways, uh, and he goes, did you- he did he tour with Buck Cherry? I think he did. Yeah. Oh, cool. And I don't know if he toured. I don't know. I'll, yeah, we'll have to talk bad. to him. We'll have to bring him. He said, you and Night Court, you got me to purchase season one because I listened to the podcast. So if I've done anything in my life, fucking. You turned one person onto <laughs> Night Court. That's, if you've done one thing, you're setting your bar real low. If I accomplish one thing in this life, I got someone to try no, he Night liked Court. Night Court beforehand. Oh, he did. He's just going back to the well now. Okay. Yeah, because he had to buy because he doesn't you. get Channel Five Point Three. Well, call us. Call us when you're be- you're done with oh, season wait, one. Do, you do have to call it. So give us a call. We didn't. Well, know. I was specifically speaking to him. Call yeah. us when you're done with season one of Night Court and tell us if it's as good as you remember. Yeah, I think it will be. <laughs> if, if anything, it's better. Before there was Barney Stinson, there was Dan Fielding. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll say that. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Um, and if you do want to give us a call, give us a call at 216-260-5484. Mm-hmm. And follow us. Uh, my, my Reddit, or my Twitter name's a little weird. Um, originally, this Twitter was for uh, the RBS Reddit page, and then I've kind of migrated this to the podcast. So give us a follow at URBS Reddit. So that's URBS Reddit. So speaking of phone calls... Ooh, we got something? Yeah. We got one? So, uh, let's listen to, we have a, uh, let's listen to this one, Mike from Brooklyn. Ooh, Mike from Brooklyn. Hey, this is uh, Mike from Brooklyn, and I just want to say I really like the show. And man, that Joe, he sounds intelligent, like he really knows his stuff. Man, probably handsome, too. Probably, uh, good with money. Probably, uh, makes a lot of good money. So, all right, keep up the good work, Joe. Bye. Wow, that guy sounds really smart. (laughs) (laughs) 
really, really likes the show. Yeah, he really likes I that show. That he really, I mean, I don't know if he likes the show as much as he likes you. Man, he knows I'm good with money. <laughs> One of these days, you're going to make it straight out of mom's basement and right into a mansion. Man, what a what a guy. <laughs> he, was, he was good. He was good. Do you know Mike from Brooklyn? <laughs> I've never met him in my life. Oh, okay. I never met him in my life. <laughs> you might want to keep an eye out. Okay. Because he's listening to all the episodes, and you've given clues as to your address a few different times. He might be stopping by sometime. <sighs> okay. Well, thanks, Mike. Appreciate the call for sure. Thanks, Mike. Uh, I'm taken, by the way. And I'm clearly a piece of shit to Mike. <laughs> he is my truth. <laughs> <clears throat> Alright, so let's, let's listen. Let's listen to the next one. Here we go. Let's check it out. Has your audio warranty expired or is it about to expire? Get endurance. Get the best vehicle protection plan available. $300 off any endurance vehicle protection plan. $500 in shopping vouchers to spend at national grocery stores, restaurants, and online merchants. Minimal down payment will reduce your upfront costs so it fits within your budget. Free one-year membership to Endurance Elite wants a lot more. God damn it. <laughs> God they, damn. We can't even avoid it. It's not even in, in, it's in my mailbox. It's on my voicemail, my personal things. My... <laughs> Sons of bitches. Did they leave a number? I didn't catch it. No, I don't think no they, did. they just pretty much said, like, it sucks because I've been getting that call for years. I can never figure out the what's going on with my warranty. <laughs> Hold your car. You have an old car, though. Yeah, it's I do. The older car. That's what I thought. I thought it's expired. I really, <laughs> I need the warranty right about now. But they never leave a number. <laughs> it sucks. And now that I got this new phone, it sends it right to my spam folder. Oh man! And it's never. Whenever I call the number back, it's like different. It's, it's almost never... like it's a scam. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Shit. Uh, okay, so now we've got a uh, we've got another call mm-hmm. from a first time caller. Ooh, yep. So let's give this one a uh, let's give this one a shot. Here we first time caller, long time listener. Wait, is that right? Yeah, that's right. Okay, cool. Um, about the solo thing, what would you name your band? And it would be really cool if you did nothing but solos. Especially like Freebird. Um, yeah, that that'd be a good one. Okay, bye. Ooh, first time, long time. First time, long time. Good to hear from you. So thank you so much. We really appreciate, it, man. Like mm-hmm. you know, it's nice that like, yeah, it's great to have people listen. I to couldn't us. tell. Do you think there was something wrong with his connection, or there's something up with his voice? Maybe, maybe. I think he vapes too much or something. Maybe he talked to Mike from Brooklyn before the call. Him <laughs> and Mike from Brooklyn were hanging out for sure. Uh, what are we going to name our one-man band? Uh, I, so, I originally I was going to steal the Lone Rangers from that, um, uh-huh. that uh, from Airheads. That, yeah, that, yeah. That, yeah that that's got to be copyrighted. Probably. Or someone else's, or 30 other people have used it. What is the three musketeers? We could be the two musketeers. Mm-hmm. And then people are like, who's the third one? And I'll be like, it's my guitar. There's two. It's the two musketeers, not two-thirds of the musketeers. Yeah, I don't know. 
But I could say, like, the third musketeer is my guitar, and I'll give it a name. I'll call it the Dosketeers. The Dosketeer. The I don't know. We I, let's be honest here. We haven't really thought about that, but that's uh, we're gonna let's kick that around for next week. Okay. But I will say the solo thing. I I've played bands where I'm the only guitar player, and like you try to do a solo. Like mm-hmm. I so one of my bands was a two piece band, right? And you try to do a solo, and it's just drums and a, a guitar player going. Doesn't fit so well. And then uh, also, I cannot do the Freebird solo. I'm a hell of a guitar player, but I ain't doing the Freebird solo. No, you're not. No, but if you want to hear Maggot Brain, I will play. Maggot Brain's <laughs> up there, dude. Maggot Brain's up there. I, mm, I, you know, I mean, with one man da- band apparatuses, I don't know that you can really kick out solos. They're all more like, unless you have a pedal. The people have pedals. So there's a pedal it's called a looping station. Yeah, but can you really play any of the one-man band instruments well enough to make a solo out of it? Well, with the looping station, I could. Oh, I got yeah. Yeah, so what is a big old pedal, and you just play a bunch of shit, and you hit a pedal, and it records it, and they play a bunch of shit, records but it. But the and... whole one-man band sounds about being, like, low-key and... Yeah, but, like, I remember seeing some... I There's a one... Oop, there was a one-man band I really liked, and I, I went and saw him and, and found out he looped everything. And yeah. that was kind of disappointing. Yeah. Hmm. I, I don't know if we could get away with playing all solos. I think it's just a different style of music. I think... I guess it depends where you play. I mean, I can't really play anything anyway, so... I pretty much got the belly drum. <laughs> <laughs> That's really all I do. So, but thank you so much for the first time caller, long time listener. Didn't time. leave. Ooh, I could probably do a good rendition of uh, uh, Black Betty. Could you? Because that if 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 it doesn't that <laughs> the video of Black Betty is one of the greatest videos of all time. It is them. good. I just saw that <laughs> it's for the first time like, like two weeks ago. It was literally like it would be us hanging out in my backyard. <laughs> yep. And the neighbors would be in their, like, camp chairs, like, yeah, I love Black Betty. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. But we should really find out uh, where first time caller came from. T- t- uh, 2M1M. Two-man, two one, one band. <laughs> How about you do... Uh, two-man, one-man band. Okay. The uh, TM1MB. <laughs> How about you do some reads real quick? Do some reads yep. for what? Like our sponsors? <laughs> yeah. Our sponsors can go fuck themselves. Just kidding. Uh, yeah, your sponsors for today's show, as every other show ever, are Ground Zero Comics and Cards at 15139 Pearl Road, Strongsville Town Center. That's Ground Zero Comics and Cards, 15139 Pearl Road, Strongsville Town Center. Go up there for all your comic and gaming needs, your porcelain-haired dolls. Uh, go up there and kick up a conversation with Marcus. Or you know what? If Marcus isn't there, the other guy who works there... Loves talking to people for sure all the time. One he just he he's got the gift of gab and he loves to talk to people. So go in there, check out Ground Zero Comics and Cards. <laughs> well, we had a lot of fun tonight. <laughs> I had a lot of fun tonight. I don't know if it's gonna translate. Ah, uh, we'll edit we'll it. I'll edit, I'll edit it. It'll be like eh, the Browns are really good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. Uh, yeah, I'm on board with that one. Tonight. I'm usually like, oh, come on, we're doing good. Now let's get out of here.
All right, bye. Take it easy. Bye, bye Ren. Thanks for the facts. Thanks, Ren. It was pretty neat. Whoop, whoop. This is Hank Hill speaking for the Two Drunk Guys radio show. Although I heard they changed the name. Uh, the other name was kind of stupid anyway, when you think about it, because there were three drunk guys. Well, I don't know if these are the two drunk guys that are caught whacking off in my tool shed, but anyway, here they are. Joe, I think, and some other guy.